Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Don't touch anything. <laughs> I was about to stop it. And then I was like, no, don't touch it. Hopefully, wait, but how do we know it's really recording? How do we know? It's got to be recording. All right. Well, let's go. Let's just let's go. <laughs> All right. About 30 seconds in. Welcome, everyone, to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. This is PJ with you and sitting right in front of me is PK. And we're back at this one more time. Excited to have you join we are excited but we're also a little uh frazzled yes number one <laughs> our sd card was giving us fits and it wasn't working nope and so we weren't sure we were going to be able to record this one yeah it was concerning so if you're hearing something it recorded yes if you're not hearing something it didn't record but you'll never hear this anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> we'll just apologize a week from now yes we will <laughs> <laughs> well and number two is we watched a couple videos getting ready for this episode right oh, before, yes. and that kind of put us down in a little bit of a mood. It did. Uh, but So before this, how are you doing? Tired. Yeah. I just finished getting back from uh, another state. We're going to be doing a domestic uh, mission trip. Nice. Uh, this summer. So I'm just tired from the trip there and back. I hear you, man. Yeah, so. I think tired is going to be the word of the month. Yeah, evidently. I mean, April has been a very interesting month so far, and we're only halfway through it. Halfway through. How about it? Hey, it's better than last April, though. Oh, okay. yes. How's that? Let's count our yes. blessings. Yes, we will Let count, us count our blessings. Our blessings. Yes, All right. Um. So usually, well, we, we had donuts today together. Yes, we did. They, they were delicious. Some of them. Some of them. One of mine was good. The other one was bad. Right. But neither here nor there. Well, just so people know, we only had three total donuts. Right. So Because I yeah. said some. I don't yeah. want them to think that we bought like a dozen and we were just like well, going ham. Well, I've been known to do that. <laughs> Not eat a dozen, but like I'll get like five or six right. and take a piece out of each one to see which one is good. Because oh, I want to sample them all. Nice. Now, usually my family's with me, so they'll okay. eat other portions see, of that as well. That's so what you're saying. Usually... Not me by myself. Okay, very good. But we usually go into some kind of uh, thing on food that's not healthy for you. Maybe we should go more healthy this week. So I have a question for you. Ask away. Do you like carrots? Yes. Okay. Raw or cooked? Either. I prefer raw, but... I I don't think carrots were made to be cooked. Okay. Because they're not good cooked. Have you had honey carrots, though? No, that's worse. Have you had honey carrots? Yes. They're not supposed to be made that way. <laughs> Carrots are just a beautiful thing that you eat raw and they're wonderful. Okay. I, you don't, they don't need to be sweetened. It's like, it's like people who make sweet potatoes and then sweeten the sweet potatoes. Yes. No. What do we know? That's just un. So you take something that's naturally sweet and uh -huh. healthy for you and then you make it unhealthy by <laughs> adding the sugar, the brown sugar <laughs> well, and not, the marshmallow. Not if you're using honey. Honey is healthy. Is it though? Is it? Is I'm it not, not sure it is. I'm not I'm not sure it is. 
Okay. Because if you're a diabetic, you're it's a sugar that you're yeah, really not di- supposed okay, to have. Okay, but that's a diabetic. I'm All talking right. like a, someone that doesn't have any type of medical conditions. Mm-hmm. If they add honey to something, it is a much better alternative to sugar. I think so. I think I've been taught that my whole life. Yeah. But I'm I'm questioning that now. Okay. I'm questioning. We're gonna have to investigate this yeah, for another time. If any of you doctors are listening out there, or those <laughs> of you who are medical, we yeah yeah nurses l- count too. L- yeah, know. nurses or pharmacologists. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you do, if you know about honey, let us know. Second thing about honey. Yes. This got me on a whole other tangent. Sure. Go ahead. Are you vegan if you eat honey? No. That's that's the, an argument that vegans. Last I heard, mm-hmm. uh, they will not eat honey because the honeycomb, I believe, is created uh, with bee spit. It's created with something. And, and where's the honey created from? Exactly. It's hun- It's made from the bee. True. But I've seen vegans who eat honey. Well. And it's animal, in- or is it because it's an insect product, it's okay. So if I eat uh a cricket. I, I, Am I, I still a vegan? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a vegan, so I I have no idea. All right, vegans out there, help us out. Yes, please. Yes, let us know. All right, onions. Do you like them raw? I prefer those cooked. <laughs> I will say those are better cooked. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, if you're gonna dice them up and have them raw, like as a topping for hot dogs, mm. or mm. It, you can you can drop them in a salad. You know, like part of the salad dressing or... It depends on the onion. They have to be real mild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it has its... I don't do the raw onions, but I don't do the cooked carrots. Interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 one is sweet and one is not. One last one. Sure, go ahead. Broccoli. I was going to ask you about broccoli. Mm. That's a good one. I just had broccoli last night. I I love broccoli. Yeah. Broccoli uh, steamed and then a little saute with garlic. So delicious. There you go. But... Broccoli is, well, it doesn't matter. I can eat that raw or cooked too. It's better cooked, but raw is fine. Well, do you prefer it? if it's not mushy? Yeah, like I, I still want it to be crisp. So like, mm-hmm. so like you you can cook them a little bit, mm-hmm. but if you get too excited and you cook them too long, then right. they get mushy. And I'm not about mushy vegetables. All right. Well, there's our food talk for the day. There you go. I just wanted to, I just want to know about that. For some reason, I was driving by and I, carrots came to my mind and cooked carrots are an, an atrocity. And I just wanted everyone to know. <laughs> they can get mushy too if you cook them for too long. Pretty much anything you cook for too long can get mushy. <laughs> deep, deep thoughts by us. I'm going to share a pet peeve from one of our listeners. Oh, all right. All right. He texted me the other day. Pet peeve, contractors that scare people into changing their home equipment, water heaters, furnaces, etc. Huh. He's a plumber, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. about to say, like, that sounds like a very personal yeah. experience. Well, he's a plumber, and I think he's seen some people, like, scare people into changing their stuff that they don't really need to change. Mm. Yeah. So they spend more money? Right, right. Yeah, and no, I'll tell that you, sounds I'll like tell you taking something. advantage of people. Yeah, I'm such a not handy guy that you anytime I take in my car or anytime someone does work on my house, I'm just like, I'm about to get ripped off. I'm about to get ripped off. I'm about to get ripped off. I know nothing. <laughs> scares me yeah well i i try to investigate before because like you i am not handy at all but you know one thing that i i get is i guess is another peeve of mine are the people who try to take advantage of women when it comes to those kind of things yep like if if they blow a tire and they try to don't be sexist because i'll be honest with you 
If it was me, I'd feel just as unprepared. Right. Okay. I get this, but I'm saying there's there a lot of women who, who know more than me. I understand. And more than me as well. But what I'm saying is oftentimes mm -hmm. they try to get by with more things on women than they try with men. Unless I, the guy, you know, sounds like maybe sounds us. like me. Like I walk like in, us, um, yeah. something's wrong with my car. <laughs> and uh, I think it's the alternate my, my visitor. Yeah. <laughs> my dingle hopper is messed <laughs> up. <laughs> my dongle on the car. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have to dive into today's stuff. Today's stuff is pretty heavy. As you know, if you've been watching the news, there are a couple stories that have come out lately that are just have been, unfortunately, in our lane. Yes. I really want to veer out of this lane eventually, but too many stories come our way. Yes. And I feel like we have to address them and talk about them a little bit. So we will be right back after this musical interlude. we're back yes we are all right so you hadn't heard these stories i heard of one of them okay but not the others which one had you heard about about uh dante dante Wright. all right well, let's well let's start off with dante Wright. dante Wright is another uh death at the hands of police officers another dark-skinned person that we would probably I think he was half white, half black. I don't know. Uh, but he was shot uh, in a traffic stop. Now, what started getting me seeing this is, you know, obviously the Instagram things and the Twitter things. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of, of, you know, posts about it. What was your first, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, this one was this one was tough. Like, they're, they're all tough, right? Let right. me just preface with with that but uh, this one this one it feels like you can you can almost chalk it up to to a mistake Ooh, be careful there man <laughs> now when i so he got shot in the videos we watch the video we watch what happens the cop right before uh, it's a, it's a, it was a female this time yes. before she discharges the weapon with one shot. She does say, I'm going to tase you. Taser, taser, taser. Right. And now, then. Now, 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 let me let me preface because I know you're like, careful, this is dangerous. Yeah, and, and I hear you. But here's here's the thing. Like we've established in prior episodes when we talk about shootings, we don't have the whole entire story. Like, like let's start there, right? Yeah. And, and put that as a foundation. Now, Watching the video, mm -hmm. he tried to escape. Mm -hmm. So so he was cooperating, and then all of a sudden he wasn't cooperating. Yeah. In a moment of panic, I would say. And that's what I kind of said about the Blake officer a little bit, if you remember that. Right, 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 right. I understand By that. By the way, aside, he's back on active duty. I don't know if you know that. Oh, no, I didn't know that. He didn't get charged with anything. Wow. Okay, so she, for the benefit of the doubt, she said taser. Yeah. It, and, and she only shot once. So it wasn't even like she was trying to go wild 
like right. we've seen where it's like why so many shots right mm -hmm. this this so he didn't help the circumstances or himself in not allowing himself to be arrested now you're escalating it and turning it into now officers that were already like we said before they're on like orange red always like something in between they're ready to go you know it 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 just turned into a situation where in my humble opinion giving the benefit of the doubt because she said taser she wouldn't have said anything she only got one shot in i mean She's thinking maybe if it was a gun she might have done multiple shots right you would think that's an automatic you know response you know even though these people are trained right at least we we'd well, hope so so there's the there's the rub there a trained officer right how does a trained officer not know the difference between a taser which looks different has a different weight to it yeah different feel it has uh, it's bright depends I, i'm not sure if you hold it as a different feel but right, there's right, a different right. weight to right. it yeah there's a different sure. weight it, it's lighter it has a big yellow handle on it mm -hmm. But 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 the, here's the, the thing: the, the training should have kicked in, right? Yes, but but here's here's the other thing: just like human beings, mm -hmm. like regular non-officers, okay, yeah, are on red alert now. Anytime they see a cop or they get pulled over, just like that, officers also get into a, a higher. I have to assume. Right. Right. This is and I know we're not supposed to be assuming here, but I'm 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 taking a shot in the dark here that officers have also been heightened. Well, in in, in and here's here's the the argument to that. They've been heightened for all this time. The people who say defund the police or that we need to yeah. rip it down and restart over stuff, again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I I see two things here. I I see I can see how she was panicked. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can see that. I can see maybe maybe she forgot what was in her hand. Yeah. Maybe she thought it was a taser in her hand. But does that excuse it? And, and so we need to be careful that we're not excusing it because I, I have seen like both sides kind of of the argument take these extreme kind of quotes and things out of the, you know, picking them out of there. The first thing I saw about Dante was he was killed because he had a air freshener in his room rearview mirror right but again and, and we if you watch the video obviously there's well there's more to the story than just correct. that it, it, i want to be careful that we don't sensationalize first the story well no i agree but here's the thing she was charged with second degree manslaughter yeah that happened just recently right right and she was fired and she was fired which i think <laughs> probably should have been fired okay i'm fine with that yeah but second degree manslaughter with the way that it turned out I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And and again, it's it's hard for me now because even if you're an officer, you can make mistakes. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. And the gravity of the mistake in, in her case, right, cost the man his life, mm. right? Mm -hmm. But he also made a mistake. He should not have been resisting the arrest and then trying to get away. Okay, I've heard I've heard the argument by the way that he was not uh, well. No, he there was a warrant out for his arrest. We just don't know. I, at least I don't know what the warrant was for. Right? Yeah, I've heard a couple different things, but, and I don't want to get into that because I don't know enough about that. But he did have a warrant out for his arrest. Right. And I'm assuming that's why he ran. Yes, that. that <laughs> I mean, you would think so. I would Again, he probably panicked too. 
Yeah. I mean, he's getting arrested. He's cooperating at first in the video. Mm-hmm. He was standing there. Evidently, it seemed like the other officer, the male officer, was having a difficult time cuffing him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he makes a dash to try to get in the car. And that's when she comes in, taser, taser. And then after the shot, which was only one shot, he drives off and she's like, she oh, says a bad word. Bleep, I, I shot him. Shot him. She was, she's obviously upset, well, seemingly upset about that. Right. Now, here are a couple things that we need, uh, kind of the, I feel like the things we need to talk about. It's another black man being shot. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, if this was a white person, probably not shot. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but here, here's the thing. We have been seeing over and over again, videos of black people or people of color seemingly being treated poorly by police officers. There mm-hmm. seems to be a trend of videos we see. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that people make the argument, well, it's, that's the only thing that the media uh, shows and all this kind of stuff. Well, I, ha- I still haven't seen a whole lot of arguments on the other side. As a matter of fact, I've seen videos of white people doing some crazy stuff mm-hmm. and the police not shooting. Yeah. We've seen, well, we even talked about, you know, the the murder of the the massage parlor people yeah. and some of these mass killings yeah. where they've just shot a whole bunch of people yet somehow they end up in custody alive and then we had the cops say hey this guy's having a bad day <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. here you know there seems to be that lack of and i feel like i'm getting to a point where i can see listen I, I, I value my life. If I'm in trouble, I'm going to do what I can to get out of the trouble. And then afterwards, like, for instance, if I put myself in his shoes. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, I haven't prob- probably had the experiences this guy has had. Yeah. So I need to take that into consideration, too. But I feel like I would just, all right, let me just get out of this. Let me cooperate. And then I'm going to sue your butt later. Yeah, yeah. For the way you treat me because there's nothing wrong. Well, well, let me explain something here. Yeah. Backtrack a little bit. In Minnesota, um, I'm reading an article oh, here. Oh, by yeah. By the way, this was ten minutes away from where the yeah, trial where the trial for, is going for. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah. In Minnesota, second degree manslaughter applies when authorities allege um, a person causes someone's death by culpable negligence, mm. uh, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm to another. Oh. And here's the thing. Some people would say that the system is so broken that it's so against colored people Mm. that in their mind, as soon as they pulled him over, he was a danger. Some would argue that. Now, I don't know because I don't know what's in her mind. Yeah. And that's where I come from. Like, But we do see a pattern. And where there's a pattern... People will say there's something there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, well, here's another quote that you know that's been going around on the social medias of why is it up to the untrained civilian to keep calm, but not for the trained police officer? It's that's a valid a good, that's argument. Good, that's, that's a good question. Now, I do believe that anyone in a situation where they feel like their life is threatened. Calmness does seem to go out the window unless you have 
extreme control of yourself. Yeah. Now they are trained, but I mean, but, some, but, but, something's uh, amiss. Sorry. Yeah. Well, now in this particular case, right? Because right. this is what we're talking about. And that's about the problem. Right I like here. the things take case uh, case by case issue, but we also de do need to take a look at the full pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but in this particular case, mm -hmm. I'd assume it's like it's like when when I did something wrong, mm -hmm. and then somebody's coming to question me mm -hmm. whether or not I know that they know what I did. I get heightened. Yeah. Right. This gentleman. Uh, Dante. Dante. Knew that he wasn't in the right. Mm -hmm. So he was heightened. Now, do we know if the police officers, uh, maybe you know, uh, I know you've taken a closer look at, at the story than I have. Did the police already know there was a warrant out for his arrest when they were arresting him? Like when they pulled him over? So they, the report says that he was pulled over because of expired tags. Correct. I th the story that I hear is he's asking, hey, why am I being pulled over? Why am I be being pulled over? I think one of the police officers made that dumb remark of, we see an air freshener in your thing. Oh, okay. And, and so that's where this thing come about. A man right. was killed for that. But they pulled him over for that. My understanding, and I could be wrong about this, is that when they found out he had the warrant for his arrest, they tried to take him into custody. And that's where we start to see oh, the okay. video. Now, if you notice, the police officers at this point all seem calm. None of them are yelling at him. No. They're not kicking him. No. They're not. They're just cuffing him. Right. They're trying to. Right. At least the male one is. So to me, this this seems different than like the next one we're going to talk about. Right. Where there's a little bit of a difference in the way the police officers are re reacting towards this person. Now, let me say something about this because the result, yeah. and I know that I'm getting ahead now, like moving on, change the conversation a little bit, but- the the rioters that looted the place, mm -hmm. come on, people. Well, let's what 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 do you mean? So after the fact, there's protests, right? And, right. And they're protesting in Minnesota because of this ha because this happened. And let's face it, if we lived in Minnesota, we're, we're seeing a, a few things happen there. Mm -hmm. I would be angry, but at the same time, we've already talked about how to protest and how to how Correct. to do that. It, you can hear that in another episode. But I was it, I'm just like really come on, people. I understand you're upset, but come on. You're just hurting other people. It's As they say, two wrongs don't make a right. <sighs> Anyhow. But so I guess I really... I, I mean, here's the biggest thing that I've been thinking about this week. Yeah. When I look at things by case-by-case case basis, I can see this logically and say, man, this guy shouldn't have run. <laughs> man, I, I feel like she said taser, taser, taser. Maybe it was an accident. It's... It's, it's hard for me, though. But when I see things as a whole, I want to take a look at it as, as a whole. Yeah. So many people who are not of color come up with all the reasons why this happened, right? Well, he ran. He had a warrant out for his arrest. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have resisted. He shouldn't have done this. But we have been seeing a pattern repeated over and over and over again um, or the pattern of, hey, it's not, there's not racism in this country or the cops aren't racist or the system isn't racist because this, 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 and this. I do feel like the more these videos come out, the more that I see, I think sometimes we need to do a better job of listening and saying, hey, listen, your experience is your experience. Mm -hmm. 
I want to reason it out by case by case basis, but at the same time, we need to realize something is amiss, something is wrong. I mean, I don't know. That's the way I feel about it. I feel like, like, like something is wrong with the system. You're saying, yeah. I mean, I feel like something is wrong with the system, and I'm not sure if it's a power thing. I'm not sure if, you know, I. I from what I see, it seems like race is a factor. And I know most people say race is a factor. And I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that this lady did it out of racism. I really don't. I mean, maybe she did. We have no way of knowing. Yeah. But all I do know is that we see a pattern of seemingly darker skinned people getting shot at a little more mm -hmm. than the lighter skinned people. I mean, it... it the challenge for me right now is the argument that is raised that when someone of another race, particularly Caucasian, mm -hmm. gets shot, it doesn't make headlines. And, and I, I don't is, know if it I does. don't know. And that, and that is exactly my point. Right. Like, it makes it hard. Yes, yeah, so when we turn the TV on and there's some shooting, you can almost nine times out of ten mm -hmm. say... This was somebody of color, more possibly an African-American. You know, the higher possibility that it was African-American who got shot. Yeah. Like, 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 that's just where the mind goes. And, and honestly, that's what we see. So then it's like. But isn't that what we're hearing also from the African-American community? That, hey, listen, we're not treated the same. We, when we get pulled over, mm -hmm. there is more agitation. Now, I've also talked about the fact that, you know, I, I feel like when someone gets pulled over, if you're showing negative vibes, it's going to heighten them as well. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, obviously, I, I think there's a lot of gray areas and a lot of factors. But they're saying, hey, this, is, this has been our reality for a long time. And would we have, if it weren't for the invention of cameras, <laughs> yeah. if it weren't for the invention of this, because really the next story I feel like, portrays this even more it wasn't as a tragic it wasn't a tragic outcome it was a bad outcome right but not a tragic outcome this one you know you see the video pretty clearly i feel like the reports from the police officers have mirrored what kind of has been on there okay so so before we, we we completely switch over sure um it is sad it's tragic that this young man lost his life mm -hmm. no question mm -hmm. um i'm also saddened that if we it's gonna be very hard mm -hmm. to determine if she actually made a mistake mm. or if there was intent if there was intent yeah right and this to me is this is a lose-lose situation yeah no matter what happens in this case no matter what happens no one and wins. that's and that's why I'm like I'm just saddened by the whole right scenario because in the end after reading what Minnesota considers second degree manslaughter mm -hmm. guess what initially I was like okay man wait she shouldn't have been charged with you know yeah that's what it means and you think that's that's what it means because it says with intent and who it says negligence though okay. as well yeah so because it said culpable culpable negligence man it's just there's just there's just too much of this happening <laughs> and it and it really does point to the, the fact that 
I feel like when it comes to justice, mm-hmm. when it comes to getting justice for someone in the world we live in, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. Yeah. Well, look at this. It's just popping to my head. Yeah. What if she gets off? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be. Because that would be interesting too. If the charges are, you know, she's charged, right. but but she hasn't gone to trial yet. But it, it happens all the time. The cops get off. That's going to be interesting. And we know that it, there's there people get upset. Yeah. To the letter of the law, she got charged correctly. Mm-hmm. According to what we read. Now we'll see where it goes. Now it's up to the jury to decide whether. Yeah. All right. All we can transition to the next story. Anyways. Well, what I was saying is in this world, justice from a human hand is impossible. Oh, well, my uh, ethics professor yeah. uh, from seminary, he made it clear. There isn't enough justice to go around. Yeah. There just isn't. In this world full of sin, broken by sin, there just isn't enough. So I hope that the right thing is done and we're just going to have to keep an eye on on um, well, Dante Wright's. And we have a trial going trial. on right now that's, yep. you, you know, what happens there either way. <laughs> uh, well, I don't I don't know either way. Actually, I don't know all the stuff. I mean, it's 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 just interesting that. What does just in what does justice actually mean? It's interesting. Well, it's something, I, it's something we need to think about. Yeah, I'm going to well, confess. I'm not even watching the trial because I just don't oh, want to be so outraged. Uh, I'm not either. Uh, all right. So let's let's take a look at this other uh, video story. Sure. So when we were watching that one, we see a police officer. Well, we see a half black, half Latino lieutenant of the armed forces. I think it was army. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sure about that one, but he is pulled over. Now here's the story on this one. Uh, he, he has a brand new car. They don't see tags on it. So the cops are pulling him over. Yep. What you don't see in the video is that apparently, and I, I do think this is a, a little bit important, is that as for a minute and a half, he doesn't pull over. He puts his blinker on, according to the story, he puts his blinker on, showing, but he's not in a well-lit place. According to right. the driver of the car, he wants to go to a well-lit place. Okay. That's the story. And he goes, but a minute and a half where the cop is following you. So, you know, the cops come out with their- With their uh, guns. With their right. guns. Right. I feel like I understand that because if you're following someone for a minute and a half and they're not pulling over, mm-hmm. there's a his windows were tinted, so there's a good you don't as a police officer, you have no idea what's gonna happen. Right. So, anyways, they pull this man over, he puts his hands out the window, and he asks them, Hey, I think they're questioning him, how many people are in there? It's just me. He's like, hey, what have I done? I haven't done anything. Can you tell me why why you're pulling me over? And the cop is definitely uh, aggressive, antagonistic. Mm -hmm. They have their weapons drawn. He's asking, why do you have your weapons drawn? They ask him to exit the car. Mm -hmm. He doesn't exit the car, but he's very calm. The whole time, he is calm. He is the the driver. The driver, Mm -hmm. okay? I'm trying to get his name here, but he was a, uh, yes, U.S. Army, uh, a second lieutenant in the U.S. Army. Okay. Right. So he is pulled over, but he's staying calm the whole time. I think his training has kicked in. Right. 
right? And as the cop is being aggressive to me, he's like, hey, listen, I just I need to know what have I done? What have I done? I don't, I haven't done any crime here. What have I done? The whole time keeping his hands visible. Right. The cop comes, Chad says, get out of the car, get out of the car. And he says, hey, I'm scared to get out of the car. Right, because they have their guns, yeah. of course, yeah. And here's what the cop says, you should be. Yep, I did hear that. At that point in time, I feel like the cop has lost control of his situation. Why is he saying you should be afraid to get out of the car? I think, yeah. He, There's some intimidation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to flex. Right. And they're trying to pull the door open. Now, the passenger, I mean, the driver of the car is keeping the door closed with his elbow so that the cop doesn't get in. Right. And in all honesty, I think it's well within his right for a traffic it, it stop is. to stay in the car. It is. Unless he's charged with something clearly. Right. Which he has not been. Here's the one thing I don't get about police officers. Why don't they just say, we have pulled you over because we don't see tags? Mm -hmm. Why can't that just be like, hey, we have guns drawn? In, in that case, in that case. Well, I'm just saying, whatever case, yeah. explain. Here is why we're doing it. We have guns drawn because you didn't pull over right away. Can you tell us why you didn't pull over right away? Right. Like, right. there's not a conversation here. Yeah. And obviously, this man is half Latino, half black. He is a dark-skinned. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. They see that he's in army fatigues. Mm -hmm. They even say, hey, are you in the, uh, you know, what are you? Are you a, what? They're asking him questions. Um, and it just goes sideways. They finally, they pepper spray him in the yeah, car. To get and him out even of the car. while he's being pepper sprayed, the driver is calm. He's like, right, why he did was. you do that? And they're about to spray him. He's like, don't do that, please. Don't do that. Why are you doing this? Yeah. They take him out of the car. Now, here's where I would differ, but I'm kind of wimpy. <laughs> as soon as they get me out of the car and tell me to go to the floor, I go to the floor. Right. He's right. definitely stiffening up and doesn't want to go to the floor. Mm -hmm. I feel like I could still talk while I'm on the floor. Like I said, now he is suing them. Right. I mean, I just would have gone down quickly and sued him. <laughs> right. Anyways. But I mean, and that's where I'm different. I feel like I, I listen, you tell me to get out of the car. I'm going to get out of the car and I'll tell you, this isn't within your rights to do this to me. <laughs> um, I'm going to, we'll take this to court at some point if I need to. Well, maybe right. I won't say that then because I don't want to get antagonistic. But anyways, he's thrown down to the floor. Eventually they clear it up. And then the cop afterwards saying, Hey, listen, we can, we can just let this all go. I'll give you a bottle of water and you can, you can drive right off. They end up not charging the guy because there was nothing to charge him with. Yep. And, and he also told them that they don't want to harm his military career. There was that threat. Too. Yeah, how, how, would they, how could they do that? I have no idea. They'd have to charge him with something for that. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Anyways, so to me, I, I believe this cop was way... Uh, this and he realized it. He realized it at oh, the afterward, end. Oh, afterward, he seemed scared, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he was, was like, hey, listen, we can just drop this, man. Hey, listen, this happens to me. Hey, this happens to me all the time, man. Hey, you know, you're just like, by the way, he's been fired. As he should. That cop, 100% good fired, um, which is what should have happened. They are suing. He is suing. And to be honest with you, from the video, he should sue them. Yeah. And that, so- All of this is warranted. I'm yeah. just- once again, it's a man of color. Yeah. I'm one. I, I. But, you know, at the same time, he was also wise because he was able to put his phone to record 
everything that was happening. Right. He recorded from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. Right. So, so and I will say, but I will say in both these cases, thank the Lord, all the the cops uh, body cams body cams were working. Yeah. Even in the other one, the body cams were working. Yes, that's correct. Um, and so that's that's good for transparency, and they need to keep it up. But oh, ooh, something about this one that I forgot to mention is that the report that the cops made. Oh, right, right, yeah, was report. not correct with what the video was showing. That is correct. So the cops' report was he didn't have a visible tag, and he did, and he did. It was in the upper right corner. Now it was on the inside, so it was a little harder to see. Right, but it was visible. Mm -hmm. But it was nighttime, so it's harder to see. Mm -hmm. The other thing he said is that he struck the officer. Right. I, I saw that in another one where he struck. He, he never. The video he never shows did. he never struck the officer. He was trying to keep his door closed, and he kept saying, please don't touch me. Please don't touch right. me. Or let me go. Right. Let yeah, go. please don't touch me. And then, but there were some inaccuracies in the reporting of that officer. They and were. that's the thing. If there isn't a camera there, how do you find those inaccuracies? They're going to believe the police officer right. they're over the, the person they're going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Even if this is a lieutenant of the army. Yeah. Which to me is a little, well, I don't know. If I'm being pulled over, okay. It, it, it's hard to know. But these body cams are important. They are. <laughs> and I'm glad they're releasing the video. Like like we said, the footage and stuff. So yeah. At, they're, at least they're being a little more transparent, oh, apparently. You know, I don't have much to say because this just, oh. This I'm just, just saying, and why I bring this up. I really feel like we need to talk about these issues. We yeah. can't let them go. Yeah. And what ends up happening is people stop talking about it or they make excuses. There seems to be a pattern here. I keep seeing a pattern. And until until I start seeing a pattern on the other side that makes that argument compellingly, this is all I have to go off of and the testimony of other people who have gone through it. Yes. We and can't downplay their testimony. No, no, not at all. And and this is something I want to highlight too. And, I, and I, I'm glad you said this. Oftentimes, the big rah-rah happens, and then it dies down. And I think we, we addressed this in our earlier episodes when we talk about these shootings and these riots and all these things, mm -hmm. right? And the idea is after you get to that point where it's like, okay, we already made the big fuss, everything dies down, nothing changes. So in order for change to happen, you have to keep going at this, right, time and time again and, and, and keeping it ever fresh in the minds. And I believe for those people who are getting sick and tired of seeing all of these videos solely mm -hmm. showing minorities being treated in this way is it's basically not letting us forget until something happens. See, some of the some of the recommendations like defunding the police to me is bogus. Right. Well, it depends on which defunding the police you're believing in. I mean, some of the defunding isn't really defunding. It's I mean, doing away with cops altogether. Right. To me, that, thank you for, for clarifying. Right, right. Yeah. Getting rid of police officers, bogus. All right. To me. Um, so there haven't been any, I haven't heard any real like, yes, that would be a great idea. Well, you've heard the fact that they've said, hey, take some of the funding away from some of the militarization of the police and all the, you know, right, gun the power stuff. they have yeah, and bring yeah. in more social workers to deal with some of these calls. Some of the other calls, like this isn't a social worker call. This is a traffic call. Um, you know. Yeah, but to me, it's like you don't want to lose. Okay, the, the the gear, the tactical gear, mm -hmm. I get. But when it comes to um, workforce, you don't want to lose police workforce and replace them with social workers. But if, so let me ask you this. So I know that the majority of police officers' calls, 
and I saw this stat somewhere. I wish I had it on the mm-hmm. on the ready, but I didn't. But the majority of police officer calls are nonviolent incidences. Correct. But they also say that some of the most dangerous ones are like domestics, like domestic violence calls sure. and traffic stops. Be, like we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Because these are the thing. Uh, this is the thing. They do not know if they're going to make it home tonight. And all it takes is one call. Okay. Wonderful. I, thank you for saying that. But at the same time, the African community has been saying, when we get pulled over, we don't know if we're going home tonight. That's true, too. That's so, true, too. That's true. And from the videos, we've seen that there is there seems to be a different way. And I know some people say you don't see the whole picture. But this is the picture I'm seeing, and this is the picture that I'm hearing. And to say to someone, hey, listen, what you're telling me is not valid because I haven't experienced it. Oh, no, no, that's not what I'm saying at no, all. No, no, I know you're not saying that, but I'm yeah. saying sometimes this is the argument. Well, you just need to behave or you just need to do this if you make right decisions. We saw this this officer make the right decision, this right. lieutenant. the lieutenant did, yes. Made right decisions. He was calm. Dante, not so much. Dante, no, but at the same time, it's not the job, it's not the cop's job to kill. Right. Now, once again, we don't know if it was a mistake. Uh, it's, it's just we feel like we're going around. Anyways, the well, last the story. The last one. Go ahead. The last, go, go one, last one, I feel like it gives us some balance in a way. Okay. It's a tragic story, mm-hmm. but I've seen a couple of these videos, but they're not usually super highlighted, but it was a police officer who got shot in the line of duty. Oh, yeah. So he goes up to a car. He pulls over a car for an expired all of these are plate-related stuff. That's what I'm saying. They all traffic, plate traffic stops yeah. are so dangerous, but go ahead. So he goes up to this truck, white truck. This is in New Mexico. He goes to the passenger side because the guy pulls over, but it's a busy highway. Right. The, the windows are tinted again. So similar-ish in some ways, mm-hmm. right? He looks in. Now, it is a, it is a Hispanic person. Right. Um, a lighter-skinned Hispanic person, but he does have an accent. So... But not the the like, officer was Hispanic. They too, both were he? Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. They're both Hispanic. So this maybe was in this, Arizona, I think, yeah. or New Mexico. Maybe this plays a part. I don't know. No, do you know where where the shooting took New place? New Mexico. I'm New Mexico. Sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. And he says, "Hey, the windows are tinted. Can you can I open the door or can you put the window down?" Mm-hmm. And this cop is calm. Oh yeah, and he he's was talking super very nice. nicely. He was super yeah. nice. And but he's still he's still nervous. You can oh, yeah. tell you can he's tell, nervous. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Hey, can you pull the window down?" And he's like, hey, I need to run your, what's your name? I need to run your thing so I can get it back. I need to run your play, your name. Do you have insurance? Yeah, license registration. He asks him all the questions. Yeah. And he's being very nice. He's not antagonistic at all. And and then he's about to go back. And he's like, oh, wait, wait. Do you have a firearm? He asks him, do you have a firearm? Can yeah. I remove that from you? Well, because the guy said yes. I think the guy said yes. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, can I remove that for you for my safety? For my own safety. He did say that. Right. Yeah. Can so, I hold it? Can I hold it for you? Yeah. yeah. He said. So he goes, he starts walking to this, walking to the side. The the driver door opens and we see the driver come out and he has a AR fifteen. He has dude. an AR fifteen in his hand. Oh. And he's man. hiding it underneath the car. Like he's kind of hiding it down here, pulling it out and hiding it. Right. And then the video shows he he executes when the he got to, when he got to the bed of the truck as yeah. a pickup truck yeah. when he got to the bed of the truck and he could see over it right. he just point blank. Now here here's a flip side to this: What if that officer from the very beginning came out with a drawn gun and was prepared in that way? Right. Now obviously there was no reason for him to think he was in danger because it was just attack. 
But then once he saw that the person was uh, had a weapon, yeah, he could have quickly gotten his weapon, but he didn't. And I've seen videos. I've seen. I saw another video once where a, a police officer got shot, and he was once again kind of being calm and wasn't really maybe aware of a situation. Got gunned down. And this is where if I if I live like that, that's scary, man. Yep. And so, what would have been the proper what would have been the proper way for this police officer to to act in this point? I. Because everyone would have said, well, he should have done what he did because that was professional in a normal stop or in a stop that would have maybe if he had to shoot the other person. But this that, but this is a police officer that isn't going home to his family. And he did everything by the book. He did everything by the book. And that and that's the argument now for coming to uh, someone's window, vehicle window. Ready. In other words, your weapon doesn't need to weapon, be drawn, right? But unhooked. And and so you know, I don't know anything. I don't know about that training. I don't know anything about that. But but why I wanted to show this is because there is a, an, another side to this. There, there is, is. There is a danger that even when a cop does it properly. Yep. Now is, the cop is at danger, in danger. Sorry, or the, at risk is right. what I meant to and say. And there's no reason, and there was no reason for this cop to think he was a danger at first. No. He was a little bit worried there towards the middle and stuff. And, and I feel like there was something in his brain that's like, and right before he got shot, he knew it was over because he said a few words and he was like down on the ground. Uh, then then a chase ensued. And well, anyways. And, I mean, and just, of course, the, the guy got killed. Yeah. The, the, it was a drug dealer. He was a drug dealer. Um, I mean, just, just a tragic story, but it, it adds balance to the fact that, man, what a sinful world that I don't feel like there's a winning situation when we're talking about sin. Nope. When we're talking about evil, when we're talking about things like this, there is no justice in this world. That Did that cop really get justice, by the way, when that drug dealer was killed? No. Not I mean, how case. is someone else dying really justice? Right. Oh, because the, right, the drug dealer got killed. It yeah. doesn't, make doesn't, his, make it it doesn't right. bring yeah. the cop back. Right. It doesn't right. make the parents feel... the. the I mean, I wouldn't feel any better. Oh, he's dead. Great. Mm -hmm. I still lost my loved one. That's correct. Because he was somebody's son. Right. Or, you know. As so was Dante. So was Dante. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, you want someone who's alive to be held accountable, to have some kind of restitution, to to at least get, you know, there there's a possibility for a little bit of justice there. But total justice, man, and that's the thing I, I want people to know, that in this world, there is no such thing. We need to do our best to address everything we can. And that's why we bring up these stories. Mm -hmm. Because listen, there is something wrong. And we need to make sure that we don't gloss it over yep. and become comfortable with the things that are wrong. Mm -hmm. We should never be comfortable when an African-American is shot by a cop. Yep. Even if you feel like he deserved it. Yeah. It shouldn't feel comfortable. It shouldn't be like, yeah. well, he deserved it. He was, a, or he was this or they were that. No, you should be mourning. We shouldn't be justifying. That's that's what I get at when it comes to this whole idea of there isn't enough justice to go around. We shouldn't be justifying. We can know the reasons. Right. And we can say, hey, listen, I understood how this happened. But, man, we need to mourn this. Right. And we need to make sure that there is more equality. Man, if, if cops treated everyone the same, I don't I really do feel like if cops treated everyone the same. One way or the other, either no one would have trouble with cops or everyone would have trouble with them. You know, there's obviously a dis something 
A discrepancy? There's a discrepancy somewhere. Yeah, I mean... But at the same time, they have to be on high alert. Like, I'm glad we're talking about this. And at the same time, I'm just... I guess if you want to use the word mourning, the fact that three incidents have taken place, similar circumstances, and in the end, nobody wins. It is no, it is just not good. Yeah. Every story has nothing good. So I was having a, a conversation with. Well, a, well, 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 maybe the, the lieutenant one, because the lieutenant didn't get killed. Yeah, he but didn't get killed. The guy the got cop fired. lost his job. Well, he should have lost his job. Yeah, he shouldn't I agree. be a there cop was, if he there, was doing yeah, that. He was inept. But, but I mean, that there was a little bit of justice there. Sure. But now he's getting sued. So Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's still, and that's the thing. In the end result, yeah. He, like losing anyway. his job was enough, I think. But then again, in this Sue Happy world we live in. That I don't. That I don't know. That I don't know if there's money involved. But again, I go back to that that whole point you were making. I I, I interrupted you. How but dare you? Yes, we we do not. We should not gloss over the reality of sin. Mm. This is this is the reality of sin, people. This is what sin is causing in our world today. And me being a Christian and an Adventist who believes in the second coming and and longs for it more and more every day. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. and we were talking about social justice things. And he asked me, Hey, what social justice thing do you resonate with the most? Mm-hmm. Is there one you resonate with the most? Yeah. And I started going through them all in my head and I was like, no, there isn't one I resonate with most. And I'll be honest. My friend probably thought, Oh, that's just a cop out. Mm. Right. Yeah. And it's truly like, so Black Lives Matter, uh, Stop the Asian Hate, the Me Too movement, you know, all these social justice causes are, to me, all super important. Yeah. And they're all things we need to look at. But there's not one that I say, oh, that's the one that resonates with me the most. And I'll be honest, even if there was one about Puerto Ricans, I don't think it would resonate with me any more or any less than these. Mm. And... You know, at, at the same point, some make the argument, well, that means you don't stand for anything. I'm, I'm not sure that's the case. Mm-hmm. I, personally, my belief is, and obviously I, you know, I feel like every injustice is an atrocity. Every injustice, no matter to who it is, yeah. is, is an, an, an atrocity. I agree. This cop that got shot, an atrocity. Yeah. The... The guy who got pulled over, an the atrocity. Yeah, yeah. The, the young man, Dante, who lost his life, an yeah, atrocity. Yeah. All these things are atrocity. But what, what, what I ended up, you know, what I ended up telling him was this. <laughs> I don't resonate. The only thing that I feel like I resonate with nowadays as I get older is the only thing that can fix things. And that's the second coming. Yeah. It's Jesus. It's the only thing that can break this world. This world's broken. Yeah. Over and over. I talked to him over and over. Political parties say, hey, we have the best idea. This is what we can do. This is, uh, and both political parties feel like they can fix racism problem. They both think think they have things. None of them are going to say, hey, we're the racist party, even though some people attribute it more to one than the other. Mm -hmm. Everyone feels like they have the, the right thing. Yeah. Yes. I believe the police system is broken. Yeah. But I also believe that our church system is broken. Well, come on. I now. also believe that our school systems are broken. 
I also believe that our imprisonment is broken. Mm-hmm. I believe that our political system is broken. Mm-hmm. We need to do everything we can to be kind to people, to bring justice when we have the opportunity to call out sin when it happens. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that is fixing it is Jesus. Amen. Man, and we need to be more focused. I've realized the older I get, we need to be more focused on the gospel message. Yep, that's the good news. Yeah, the good news that Jesus is coming back and fixing it. Exactly. Anyways, it was a bummer of a week for stories. (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. And talking about it was even more difficult than I thought. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I feel like I'd really like to move on to some different stories, but we keep getting these. And uh, hopefully in the in the future, we're still working on some um, a couple guests for some for some other topics. So hopefully we'll get those in the works. Uh, I do want to mention here that this is starting to kick into my well, almost too busy season. <laughs> so from here on out, we're not we're going to try to finish strong in April. We are. We're not sure what's going to happen May, May, June and July. We are probably going to take a break because that is summer camp and I'm not sure how I can record a podcast during summer camp. Mm -hmm. We just want to give you a heads up. May, we're hoping to get one or two out in May. We're not, we can't promise you one every week. And June and July, we'll try to throw a bonus episode in there if we can. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because uh, yeah. we both have a very busy summer. Yeah, so we hey, we're just giving you a heads up now. There may be a, a break in our thing, but we want you to know that we have enjoyed doing this, and we will continue to pick it up after um, the super busy season stops. Yeah, I mean we're not quitting. That's not what we're saying here. We're just saying we might take a break, and just because it'll be good for everyone involved. Well, I'm not sure I have time to record. I hear what you're saying. That's why we said we're going to take a break. Yeah, but it's not because... You know what? The listeners might benefit too for, you know... Oh, oh, really? You guys want to break from us? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I don't know. Did one of them say to you that we're we're just talking too much? I want to hear from them at diversityonthehill at (laughs) gmail.com. I didn't plug it in earlier today, so I was trying to find a way to put it in there. (laughs) And at Instagram at diversityonahill as well. We are hearing from some people there, and it's it's nice to hear from them. Yeah. Talk to us. uh, Tell us what you want to hear about. And uh, yes, thank you for mourning with us as we talk about this difficult, difficult yep. tragedy. Z, plural. Yes, this this world is just a big tragedy right, because gotcha. of sin. Way to, way to spin that. You're welcome. Good job. Hey, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, this world is not what you intended it to be. Lord, we pray that we will have sympathetic hearts. Amen. We pray that we will always mourn with those who mourn. Mm-hmm. We will always mourn when a life is, is gone. Yes. But Lord, we also pray that we will, uh, that this will lead us to tell other people about the life beyond this one mm-hmm. so that we don't have to be afraid of death on this world mm-hmm. because we know that we have an eternal life waiting for us if we just accept Jesus and the good news of his grace and cross. Amen. Lord, may these stories not discourage us and bring us down, but may they empower us and make us stronger in our resolve to tell others of your soon coming. Amen. Because we need it to come soon, Jesus. Yes, we do. 
Thank you for this time together and these conversations that we have, even if they're tough. We thank you for your love and grace, Lord, and we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Grace and peace to you all. This is PJ, and I'm out. I'm PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.